What's going on, guys? It's Bryce again. Welcome to the Expedition to Try podcast. I got no idea what I'm doing with my life. I'm assuming a lot of you don't either. Uh, let's try and figure it out together. I'm here with my buddy Billy. We're housemates, so the quarantine doesn't affect us. And Roger's here as well. You'll hear him clacking. So, uh, Billy, you can give your elevator pitch of who are you? Who am I? Where did um, you come from? Where did I go? Where did you go? Where did I come from? Where did I go? I was born on Long Island to two working class parents. And everybody that goes to Long Island has to go to Binghamton University. So I went to Binghamton University and I knew that I wanted to do something in medicine. And I knew I didn't want to be a doctor. So I figured I'll be a nurse. And I went to nursing school. That was hard. But it was, but we did it. And now, now I'm a nurse. And now there's... A lot of now people are calling nurses heroes, but not paying us anymore, which is not my favorite thing in the world. Yeah, what's but it's it, fun. What's it been like for you being a nurse in crazy town? Things are just different. You know, we we learn something new about what we we're supposed to do. We're supposed to have been doing pretty much every single day, um, and I know that a lot of people are scared. But the, the biggest change to my life is that I might catch a deadly virus. All of my patients are supposed to have, or they have tested positive. Uh, my day-to-day is still the same. I still do the same activities. Yeah, because I guess you you could... You're at risk every day. Even when coronavirus isn't a thing, you're still at risk of catching something. Yeah. And you may not even know. Basically. I mean, you know, <laughs> most of the things that we work with are uh, less infectious. Normally, yeah. like if somebody's got an infection in their arm, I'm not probably not going to catch that because I'm yeah. not licking it. <laughs> Touch it. Uh, <laughs> I don't get a nice good sample. Um, so you told me one time the story of how you became a nurse. Do you want to share that? You had like a specific moment kind of where you decided. Oh, yeah. I mean, there, there were a lot of moments, but I... You're talking yeah. about the, the helping people? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, you already know this, but when I was... The viewers don't. When I was very, very <laughs> young... Um, and like, you know, my parents start our house or whatever. Um, they, we live next door to um, two girls that were roughly my age. Um, and there weren't other, like, it wasn't even a neighborhood. There were like six houses on the street and that was it. And we were like in a, in a, a I don't know. Um, there were, so the, there were two, two my age children moved in next door, which was super hype for me. Cause I, you know had friends but there wasn't anybody that i could just be like i'm gonna walk over here and hang out with these people but not having a move in next door great good stuff um and i long story short looking back on it i realized that their home life was not ideal um and they they lived next to us for a very short period of time i don't know exactly what the circumstance was um but i you know um before they left they told me that when they were with me, they felt safe um, and that I was a good person. And they, and they basically left me with the sentiment, like, continue to do good. And that's really what I strive to do. Do you think that's one of your main motivations, what helps you wake up every morning and go to your job? I would say so. Um, just just the fact that I can do something meaningful for a single individual. Um, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the idea that, um, you know, our actions kind of resonate um, paying it forward, if you will, if I can change one person's day, um, 
you know, it's infinite the amount of people that, that can impact because everyone's got their own own circles and involvements. How how do you? It's always so wild to me thinking about jobs like yours, being a nurse or doctor or surgeon and shit. How do you? Like, I'm sure there's days where you wake up and you're like, it's five thirty in the morning. I'm exhausted. I don't really want to go to work, but like. Jobs like I've had, if I go into Five Guys and I'm tired, I don't have to be on my A game. But, like, if you're not, someone could literally die. So, like, how do you kind of motivate yourself and, like, wake up every morning and be like, all right, let's get this shit done? There's a, there's a lot of factors to it. Um, certainly some of it is just a sense of duty that I've always had that I don't know where that actually comes from, but I feel like I'm supposed to do something and accomplish something basically every day. Um, you know, the people that I work with in general have always helped me kind of rally that spirit and feel like I am going to be able to do what I need to do. And there are some days where you wake up and, you know, I'm, I'm not feeling on my A-game and I know that, like, I'm going to need need some time. Um, I'm going to have to rely on others a little bit. Yeah. And you just, you just get through it. You don't really have any other option. Right. I mean, there's, there's nothing else that I can do. I'm not. I'm not sick. I'm not going to call out from work. I'm going to show up. I'm going to. I'm going to do my job to the best of my capability that day. And I think a lot of it is recognizing like what what I can do. Because you know, I'm not. I'm not. I don't have to perform at a hundred percent constantly. That's yeah. More than anybody should be asked to do. It's more like when the moment strikes, like someone starts calling for a crash card, and then right. you're like. It kind of probably just flips on. It's kind of like a habit at this point. It's just like when you hear certain cues and shit, it's just like, okay. Very much I'm so. Ready. Yeah, no, I mean, even if I'm, you know, taking a backseat day, as soon as, yeah. as soon as we start hearing a code getting called, it's like, okay, all hands on deck. What do you need? And we all run to our roles. I've never seen anybody majorly mess up. What are... Uh, that adrenaline. You said nursing was hard and living with you for the past four and a half years. Like, hearing the shit you talk about is incredibly wild. And, like, <laughs> I, I'm i sure if I applied myself and was, like, super into it, I could do it. But, like, how did you make it through uh, studying to be a nurse? Like, all the shit you had to remember. Well, I guess remember. Well, learn. Well, yeah. Because you learn shit. Like, you learn something and you keep it in your head. <laughs> I remember putting on the test. And then basically forget everything. So how do you, what's like a suggestion you would give to someone who's starting a nursing program for like the long term? I mean, application is huge. You know, the difference between uh, yeah. the stuff that I had to just straight memorize mm -hmm. um, and the stuff that I, that I learned that I know is that I got to use it. I got to go into a hospital and be like, oh, okay, like this is how you do chest compressions. I get it. I will know this for the rest <laughs> of my life. Um, and and so, so the, the question was... About learning? Yeah, so, like, what are some tips and shit that you could give students who, even if they're, like, in their senior year, well, they probably figured it out at that point, but, like, a so. freshman, I guess, going in, planning on going into nursing, what are, like, some tips to deal with the pressures of the work and... I mean, first and foremost, you have to want to do it. There are plenty of people that, you know, everyone's mother, once they, like, finish with their biology degree and realize that they don't want to be a biologic bio-researcher bio or anything, tells them, like, oh, nursing school's an option. My, my 
Your friend is a nurse and she makes good money. There's nursing jobs out here. There's a nursing shortage. Go to nursing school. You have to want to do it. Anybody can sign up for nursing school and show up and, and take the tests, but yeah. it, it weeds itself out. You know, there are plenty of people that I started school with that didn't continue in nursing because they realized, mm, this is not really what I what I wanted to be. Um, I, I was fortunate that it, that I really enjoyed. I think that's yeah. the that's the biggest part. Um, and enjoying it and making it fascinating for yourself is a big is is the easiest way to make things stick. Um, you know, again, I have the advantage of being able to to apply it and really um, feel like I'm using it and integrating the knowledge into what I do. Um, you know, when I was studying anatomy and physiology, I'd be like, "Hey, can I see your arm?" Yeah. Like, I okay, okay. So that's how the bones fit together. <laughs> yeah. Um, so using it, um, you know, being even passionate about it, um, and you know, I again have all these advantages um, of actual application, but I'm sure there's things you can do in, in any realm to make those things at least more relevant to your life. Um, and, and you got to bullshit yourself a little bit. <laughs> I didn't, you know, I didn't love learning all the stuff that I was learning, but I would, I would psych myself up and be like, Oh yeah. Like I love, I love learning drug classes. Like it's, Oh, this is great. <laughs> Even though you can't really apply it to anything. It's not like, <laughs> right. Oh, this is what heroin does to the body. It's like, well, I guess I gotta do heroin just to see. <laughs> No, but it was just like, all right, I'm so psyched to to learn pharmacokinetics today. Yeah. So, what are your uh, what are some long term goals? Oh. Where do you see yourself? I know it changes. Jesus, all the time. <laughs> it's changed like every year, and it surprises me every time. <laughs> long term. Or I guess next we'll say, well, we can start small. Small. Okay. Where? What's your next step? Um. Step one, uh, make it through this pandemic yeah. pandemic thing, at which point I will hopefully get to leave Binghamton and go somewhere else. I started applying for jobs and then this happened, so I haven't heard back from anybody. Yeah. Um, I think that I'd like to go to a city for some time. Um, I like Chicago, I like Boston, I like Atlanta. I don't like New York City. Me neither. <laughs> and so that's like a like a six month, hopefully a six month plan. Yeah. Hopefully. We'll see. Um, rock there for a little bit. And I go back and forth on what I really want to do. Um, I like bedside nursing. Uh, I think I'd like to do travel nursing for a little bit while I'm young and unattached. Pack up me and Roger and, and you sleep. Hey, don't sleep, dude. <laughs> Roger's on a no sleep kick for the day. For science. <laughs> for his health. <laughs> but yeah, I think I'd like to do travel nursing for a little bit. Um, get to see some of the country and what's what's going on out there yeah. and get some more experience under my belt i think long long term um, i'm probably gonna get a master's in some kind of nursing education um, and i don't know exactly what i want to do with that but everyone that i've had as a, as a instructor or preceptor or something in my nursing career that i've looked up to and enjoyed has gone down the educational role um and so I think that's at least what seems like the correct course for me. I'm not really interested in being a manager, but, you know, eventually, I, I think that eventually I want to move away from the bedside after I've done it for a little bit and really feel like I was a nurse and uh, start having, you know, if and, if and when I'm married with kids, it'd be nice to have weekends and holidays off, yeah. is, is really <laughs> what I'm saying. Because uh, I think your junior year, <laughs> you came home from a field trip and you go, oh, 
We went to the prison today. I love prison. And I want to be a prisoner. I want. I still. I would like, still what? love to be a prisoner. I think that would be phenomenal. I love. I loved going to jail. Go to jail, but not be in jail. I loved. I loved being a prisoner. It was. Oh. And then you said you wanted to do uh, Antarctica, or where'd you? Say? I want to go to Alaska. I want Alaska. to travel nurse in Alaska. That's the one. And then, I don't know. I don't know if that's possible, but I want to travel nurse in Alaska. <laughs> So lots of different options, but all kind of in the same the same vein. Yeah, travel at first and then settle down a little bit. Weekends off and education and stuff. Probably that's yeah. that's what seems likely. Yeah, and you know I I love the idea of prison nursing. I don't know if I'll ever actually get to do it. Yeah. Um, but it was especially early on. So many nursing students are like, I want to be a psychoanalytical nurse, and I was just like, ah, prison nurse. Yeah, that's so. You had to decide niche. on a personality. That's so neat. <laughs> So what are some other uh, complete opposite side of the spectrum? No more work. Oh What's <laughs> what are uh, hobbies, passions, just shit you like to do in general? What should I like to do? I mean, not to be cliche, but I I enjoy exercising. I do. I, how do you say it? Ex- exercising. 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 <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Yeah, I, I sure I'm super passionate about my exercising. <laughs> not so much. <laughs> not pronouncing it. Yeah. I don't. I've never. I don't know if I've. I don't know the last time I said the word extra exercising. I can never spell it. I know how to say it. No. Because I always forget if it's e x e or e x c e. And now I can't remember as I'm saying. I it. think it's e x e, but you know, I, I like. I like being physically fit (laughs) it makes me feel good and it allows me to accomplish things um what else i like i enjoy writing um nothing or no style or anything in particular just i like getting the words out of my head onto something you know i draft little comedy sketches i write short little poems and, and essays this that and the other thing um I like cooking more than more than I ever really give it credit. I did, um, you know, work as a as a cook for a little while and, and get some of those base skills. And it's a thing that I enjoy doing, um, but it's not something that I currently make time for. Yeah. Um, I just kind of kind of fly right through it. And I, part of it is, you know, we have a, a smaller than normal kitchen with not a lot of counter space, so I'm not looking to to over monopolize and a shared fridge with. A lot of people. I'm not trying to leave six Tupperwares of, of everything that I made. Well, because my ideal kitchen, I have like. Oh, don't even get me started, dude. I, have, I can't wait. Because I'm. <laughs> I'm so used to working in a real kitchen where I just yeah. had like containers and Tupperwares of yeah. everything like chopped up and ready to go. Like I start my day. I would start my day by like cutting like six onions and twelve heads of lettuce and put them in the thing. And then when I need them, I'm ready to go. I'm used to having everything prepped, but having to just sit there and not have it saved and ready to go. I told you, I want the full shebang. Large countertop space, fridge full of everything healthy, and taquitos, obviously. Obviously. Taquitos in the freezer. That's it. Nothing else in the freezer. Uh, Whole spice rack drawer, all organized. And it's going to be incredible. I can't wait. I'll, I'll probably meal prep more when I have... The open space and everything. It's easier. Yeah, it's gonna, way easier. You're going to hang things from the ceiling? I can't reach. Right, you can make them reach. I'll, I don't need to have... Uh, I'm going to move out into a tiny house. 
that's on wheels. <laughs> but the ceilings are only, I could probably reach to like five, six. All right. Maybe. No step stools in my house. Dangerous. <laughs> I didn't realize they were a tripping hazard. Well, we'll see. No, if you like tiny houses, that's fine. That's good for you. I, not for me. Well, that's not for you. I need a little more space. Hey, if anyone asks, just get this out of the way. If anyone asks, I'll tolerate you. Because <laughs> you can see the clear difference in our life. I'm, I'm truly 6'3". If anybody asks, I'm 6'5". 6'5 is how tall I am. Anybody, anybody asks, how tall is that Billy Ward? Probably 6'5". Big guy. <laughs> Do you um with the the poetry and the sketches and stuff? Do you feel you invest enough time into that? You're just kind of doing it when it hits you, more when you're inspired to, or do you feel like you wish you could invest more time, but like right now you can't because of work and like meal prepping and shit like that. How do you feel about that? Generally, um, I just do it as it happens. I find time to sit down and just like, you know, let whatever words have been stewing in my brain start to spill out. Um, there are moments where I'm like, all right, I'm going to try to write right now. Um, you know, fortunately, I don't do it yeah. as a profession or anything. There's okay. no pressure to produce. Um, lately, you know, with everything that's been going on, it's definitely been harder to step away and, and back from everything that's going on um, and, and find time to do those things. Um, and it's and it's weird. I, you kind of convince yourself that it's all due to, you know, basically um, the muses aren't hitting me right now. Like it, it feels like I have less to write right now, but I think that I've just convinced myself of that um, because I don't have the time to do it and I don't want to feel like I'm missing out on it. Yeah, I see it. That's because I was actually going to ask you and you brought it up Um what do you, you said, uh, you're glad it's not your profession, like writing poetry or sketches and shit. So like, do you, do you think that's a common trend for all kinds of hobbies and shit? Like turning a hobby into your full-time profession, do you think that's a dangerous path for people to take or how do you, what's your opinion on that. I don't think it's dangerous. I think it's one that needs to be monitored. You know, they yeah. say to do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life, whatever. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> um, you have to have a job most of the time and you have to have hobbies. And if you can turn your hobby into something productive um, and, and make money off of it, that's excellent. And there's nothing wrong with pursuing that. Yeah. But I think it's easy to get over-invested in that idea. Yeah. Um, and, and kind of, you know, start selling yourself short. Like, you know, even if you'd like, you're good at drawing and you like to write a little bit. So you, you start making like comics on Instagram or something. Um, and it's fine to, to go down that road. Um, but I, I think that a lot of people find themselves confronted with the fact that, you know, they're running out of inspiration or they don't want to do it right now. Um, and they've put so much time and effort into it um, and they don't want to want to walk away from it. And so I think that it's okay to walk away from those kind of things. Mm -hmm. um, and even if you just need to give it a break, anything creative can become draining very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, trying to make it your full-time career is not an easy thing to do. Yeah. Because I always bring up um, painting just because I feel like it's a perfect example. Like, I enjoy painting. Um, people say I'm good at it. 
And <laughs> I think so. But like, um, when, like when I'm doing it, and I it all has crossed my mind. Like, what if I was doing this full time? I would probably enjoy it a little bit for like a couple weeks, but then like if I had to pay the rent each month solely off painting, I like I'm not always inspired to paint. But then I can't take a break. Yeah, no, I that's mean that's what's so dangerous. Just about it. having to rely, like you know, having expenses is is such a such a stressful thing. Yeah, I mean you have to produce something continually that just like comes out of somewhere in your brain that I don't even have. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know how <laughs> drawing and painting people do it. I don't know where that comes from. Um, but it's yeah, no, it would just be it would I would feel so so drained, and particularly I think that it's harder with um the visual arts um because you know it's not not good enough to just produce um it has to be good. more than <laughs> there's there's a, a, a higher um bar of quality that needs to be met you know because yeah. you can't just do it well some people can. some people can some but people you, you just can't put a fucking blank canvas on or like Right. Just snowstorm. Yeah. And it sells for millions of dollars. But you, you can't do that continually. And, <laughs> it's and another snowstorm. Probably, probably feel, hopefully you don't feel good about doing that, which is, you know, a whole other aspect. And you probably won't be able to support yourself yeah. doing that, I would assume. <laughs> if you can, all power to you. Good for you. Tell if, me how you do it. If you, if you can bullshit for the rest of your life and get away with it, that's awesome. Good for you. There's this new thing on uh, TikTok where people... <laughs> Don't tell me about TikTok. Hey, you've been watching TikTok, just not on TikTok. I've been hearing <laughs> them because I've seen it. But there's this thing where people, uh, not painters, they buy paint supplies and then they make a random abstract painting, put it up for bid on eBay for $250. I don't know, some generic number. And then... Days later, like a week later, it's up at like 13 grand. And I'm like, what the fuck? That doesn't. But then everyone in the comments is like, they don't actually have to buy that, you know? And they're like, what? They're like, yeah, you can bid and not buy it. You Which, can. But. <laughs> Which is a little shady. You want to leave, dude? You can't no, leave. Then we can't tell right. if you're sleeping or not. <laughs> so, uh, in the same, same vein, what, um, is there anything other than you said cooking that you'd be interested in pursuing? Maybe that you haven't tried yet. I want to do pottery. Pottery. Yeah. Like wanna, with the full like the pedal and everything. Whatever, man. I want to. I want to make some stuff out of clay with my hands. <laughs> I want to make some bowls, some plates. And then just smash it. <laughs> Maybe, but no. I, I I I am fascinated by the ability to make things. And like I said, you know, painting, drawing, not really, not really for me. Um, but. You know, I think I think pottery would be fun. I did wood carving for a little bit. It wasn't my favorite. Uh, just like slow. Like pottery feels like, especially with the wheel, it looks like it goes so fast. Have you watched wood wood turning? I've watched wood turning. I love wood turning. It stresses me out. Clay is beautiful. that's fast though. <laughs> it's fast, but but with clay, like if I make a mistake, I can like redo it. Yeah, that's true. If, if you, I if I if over you go a little too far, right? It's it's the it. Whole thing's done. I can't put the wood back. Yeah, that sucks. The clay, I can, you know, start to carve my bowl, and it's not good. I'm going to just yeah, funnel it back in. <laughs> that looks, that, that's really what I want. I it think looks that all so I want cool. is when they go like this. Yeah. I, yeah, it's so cool. I, I, don't, I would like to try it just to see if my hands would work. 
Cause I, I would, I'm afraid that my crooked fingers would fuck it up. I don't know though. I don't know. I'd have to try. Well, let's take know. pottery class. All right, let's take a pottery <laughs> class. Yeah, and uh, besides pottery, I want to start like you know I, I said that I like exercise. Um, I want to start like doing different extra exercise things. Like I, you know, um, at the gym right now it's just basic. I mean, at home right now it's just yeah. push up, sit ups. Squats, whatever. Um, but at the gym, it was even just like a regular, you know, pick up, put down routine. Um, it's because the gym didn't have a whole lot. I want a gym that has like trampolines and like a rock wall and a jungle gym and um, like like ropes and you know, punching like parkour bags. gyms. Kind of. But oh yeah, parkour and like boxing and shit together. Yeah, yeah, I want all that shit. Because I because I, I like I like fighting. I've always liked fighting. Yeah. Um, it's fun for me. I'm. I don't know if I'm good at it, but it's, it feels natural when I do it. Yeah. Hi, buddy. It feels natural when I do it. Um, and so I like, you know, that's just part of part of my workouts has always been boxing. Unfortunately, there is one here. But I miss doing rope climbs. I mix, miss doing um, monkey bars. I don't even know. Real world stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I read this. I read this article. Um, it was years ago at this point. But it was about these guys who like, like work out on a beach in Hawaii and like their workout is like just like dragging logs and like climbing trees and they like swing from branches and like hold on to stuff and it's all about functionality. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they can do these things should they should the need ever arise. And it's like, oh that's great. Like that's what I want. Like it's it's wonderful to have, you know, strong arms, but like they I need them to I need I love just to have things serve a purpose. No, yeah, I, I would I would love that's why I like calisthenics because it allows you to do shit with your body that like people who just lift weights can't do. Yeah. Like I love the competition shit on YouTube where they're like calisthenics versus body weight or that's the same thing. Calisthenics versus weightlifter. And they're like just doing grip strength and like the calisthenics guy just lifting shit and the guy's like can't even lift 15 pounds. I love that stuff. Um, I would love to be... It's like a Tarzan workout. Yeah. If I was ever trapped in the jungle and I needed to get away, I yeah. could do it. No, a Tarzan workout. And, you know, I know that there's a lot of places that do, like, the, um... What is it? The Tough Mudder workout things. Yeah. I'm less interested in obstacles. Like, I think it's cool. Um, I did one. It was fine. Yeah. I, was, I wasn't like, oh, this is, like, the greatest thing ever. Like, I don't love crawling through mud or, like... <laughs> I like, you know, some of the events, some of the obstacles, I was like, Cool. Other ones, I was like, yeah, whatever. I don't I'm crawling through a tube, fine. Like, <laughs> what about? The, have you seen the uh, the fireman games? Yeah, that shit's wild. That shit's wild. I, they <laughs> run up the ladder and there's nothing there. They're, it's like just a uh, well. No, that's. I feel like do they just set the ladder up not against the wall and they run up it and see how high they can get? Or am I making that up? I think I've only seen that in the Looney Tunes, but. Maybe maybe yeah. they do that. Getting the fireman games of the Looney Tunes mixed up again. I, you, you'd, you'd hurt yourself pretty bad if you just ran up a ladder that wasn't on anything. Yeah, that's probably not a good. Well, yeah, obstacles. I don't. I hate mud, so I would be more into the fireman games. Yeah, jumping over shit. Right, jumping. I mean, like I'm not super about like um, like just a, a wall and you and you jump over it. But like, give me like a rope to climb up. Yeah, I'm there. So what's your plan for incorporating these things, current hobbies and shit, 
and also some new ones like pottery into your life soon or later on or what's your plan I mean, first I got to get out of this pandemic just to just to restate <laughs> That's that. That's always this is, step. One. This is this is my time is is monopolized currently. That's step one for everybody. <laughs> exactly. Um, as far as that goes, you know, um, in the Binghamton area, I'm going to start trying to, you know, depending on a lot of it depends on what I do. Um, you know, wherever I go, I would like to find some community college or something that's going to offer a pottery class if possible. Um, you know, moving somewhere and getting a, a nicer kitchen lets me do a little more cooking. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I'm going to have to do some serious research to see if I can find a place that has all the things that I'm looking for in a price range that acceptable is, is acceptable um, as far as working out goes. Yeah. Probably not, but you know what? We'll see. <laughs> you just get a one-time payment for a home gym. Oh, I would love a home gym too. I can't wait to have a home gym. Is it going to be in your basement or on on the first floor? Uh, probably basement. Okay. It's going to be like man cave ask with like a pool table, ping pong table. Sure, sure. Movie theater. Oh. That might be a different one actually. That's probably a different. It's a lot of rooms. And then gym. What do you, what do you got in your home gym? Oh, everything. everything. Smith machine obviously. You got to get cuz that's where I bench press if who's, I don't have a spotter. Who's got time to get a spotter? I don't got a spotter. Plus, they probably wouldn't be strong enough anyway. Yeah, I can't even uh, wait. Dumbbell, you gotta get I dumbbells between ten and like sixty. I've done, that's the problem with dumbbells at the gym. I could you know, the bench press with dumbbells when mm-hmm. you're on the bench. I can't. I could do it with my chest. Can't pick it up though. That's my problem. So I'm I'm always I'm just too, yeah. And but then I can't get them up. It's it's a, it's a whole thing. People always stare at me at the gym, or I feel like they are when I'm sure they're not. But it's it's whatever. Uh, just a basic. I would love. What's? Do you want a home gym? If need be, what's something in your house that you want that I feel like not a lot of people have? What's something in my house? I want a tree in my house. A tree? Oh, yeah. Like build it around the tree. Um, I mean that'd be cool. That would be dope. But I just I want a tree in my house all the time. Kind of like. You know, nice, nice palm fern. Okay. <laughs> I want it to be basement, beach, palm tree, all sand. That'd be pretty good. <laughs> Have you seen the uh, Japanese homes? So uh, I don't know, I, if I don't that's know how to answer that question. Called. There's, I don't know if they're actually called Japanese homes, but they're homes inspired by the Japanese culture. So like, they just have a bunch of cool shit that just makes sense. Like, there's a door by their kitchen that you can slide the window, and it has ventilation at the top and bottom. So, like, if you're cooking, yeah, it just goes up. It's like shit like that. It's just perfectly set up. That's pretty rad. Oh, another thing I want in my house, fireman pole. From, like, top all the way to the bottom? Hopefully. Like in between? Hope. I mean, I'm going top all the way to the bottom. Hopefully, it's, like, from, like, my bedroom into the kitchen. <laughs> just whoop. I always wanted a, a slide, just all the slide way down. Slide pretty rad. Put put your suit on for work, slide down and just leave. <laughs> yeah, you just got burn marks all the way down your back, but you don't even know. Oh, one of those nice metal slides that. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it's fully outside, so it just be <laughs> hot as shit the whole time. Well, now that we got off topic, 